All right, welcome to the Hyperfast Agent Show. On this episode, we got two superstars who are crushing it on the Orange Line in Northern Virginia, DC, Maryland area, doing a lot of video marketing, a lot of social media marketing. Welcome to the show, Sean and Matt. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. What's going on, Dan? What's Thanks up? for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been uh, a long time in the making, but you know, after seeing you guys put out a ton of video content, Instagram content, uh, definitely uh, long overdue to have you on the show. Yeah, we appreciate the invite. Yeah, always like doing um, collaborations with other real estate agents. I mean, some real estate agents they get so caught up in like listing every single house on the block, but you know, if you work together with other agents, even if they're in your market. I think that betters the industry as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah, I I agree, and uh, yeah, we're we're definitely glad to have you guys on. Before we jump into all the uh, great stuff that we're going to talk about, why don't you give the listeners a little bit of background on on yourselves and how you got into real estate? Yeah, so uh, I've been doing this 17 years. I was originally an accountant, and uh, I realized that I did not want to be in the corporate world. I couldn't <laughs> stand it, you know. So I've always been an entrepreneur, thought of myself that way, and so I moved down here 17 years ago, moved into my sister's basement and just started selling. And so it's been um, something that I really enjoy doing right now. And yeah, the rest is history. Nice. I got into the industry in 2013. Um, I graduated college in 2012 and joined a startup real estate company in D.C. Um, called Urban Igloo from 2013 to oh, yeah. 2014. Have you heard of Urban Igloo? Yeah, they, they, they do a lot of rentals, yes. right? Am I right? Yeah. You are absolutely right. And, and you know it, but a lot of agents don't know it because they're no longer in business because they only do rentals. But I loved every second there. And I, I was with them for about a year. And then I kind of put things on autopilot and wake up, write leases, have leads come in, had some systems in place. And it just got boring. But in my free time, what I would do is I'd go to open houses and randomly I went to Boston in 2014 and this guy was holding an open house. I still remember, I think it was 1202. It was uh, Liberty Center, yeah. I, I remember the exact unit. It was like a curved, you were playing some like Dave Matthews band or some like <laughs> slow guitar. And I was like, oh, tell me about it. And he's like, it's already sold. And I'm like, well, what are you doing here? And then he like described, you know, what he was doing, why he was doing it. And for some reason I was just like, I opened up. I was like, yeah, man, I'm just looking for a little bit more. He's like, well, I'm looking to bring someone on. and. You know, that was April 2014. A week later, we were signing papers. And um, six years later, you know, I'm still with Century 21. I'm still with um, Sean Bowden or Orange Line Condos. Yeah. It was funny. You know, I was looking for somebody and I, I don't know, I just saw something in this guy, you know, and he was just like, had some hair back then. And, you Thank know, you. he's like, did strictly rentals. And I'm like, well, why don't you get into the sales kind of thing? So, yeah, man. Glad, yeah. glad we met and glad I, uh, we had that conversation. I'm glad I did that open house for no, you know. Yeah, for, for no reason. Yeah, for, well, <laughs> apparently there was a reason. That's the thing is, you know, yeah. doing open houses, you're meeting people. You're constantly in front of people. And you never know who you're going to meet, right? So, have, have those rentals translated into uh, repeat uh, 
people that come back to buy, you know, become a first time home buyer? Yeah, um, that's what my broker would tell me, but not, <laughs> but not really. Um, but maybe that's to my own follow up skills or lack thereof, because I feel like now, six years, seven years later, I'm just starting to put together a more legitimate follow up strategy. I mean, if I'm checking in with them on month 11 when they've already submitted their 60 day notice, whether they're gonna buy something or rent right. something, missed that I missed the boat. So they would always preach like, stay in touch, stay in touch, stay in touch. Of course, I'd be like, yeah, and I'd send <laughs> one text a week after they moved in and would just never follow up. So I, I mean, one of the biggest things for agents is how are you connecting with your sphere every single week? I mean, I, I hear people putting out monthly email newsletters and I'm like, that's way too few newsletters. Like you need to be emailing these people once a week, like at minimum. I mean, I get emails from CVS. Like, why do I get emails from CVS? Like if CVS is gonna let me know when they have a sale going on, you as a real estate agent need to get in touch with your database at least once a week. Yeah, and I think it's all about the content that you're giving out too, right? So we do weekly emails, but we, our company sends out email blasts that we can use. We never use them, yeah. right? We create, and even me and Matt create separate emails ourselves to get those, you know. Well, you guys can probably get a little bit more specific and, yeah, we're, and we're, more about you and we, a little we'll bit send, more tailored to yeah it's not like hey are you looking to buy or sell week two hey are you looking to buy or sell it's just hey you're in arlington here's a cool story about arlington here's my opinion here's a new listing i just put on hope you're staying safe yeah. and then the next week you find another cool story just something that can keep you top of mind and be like oh yeah he's the arlington guy yeah and it works a lot you know and do you guys do you guys operate as Orange Line Condo, or I think I've also seen Battle Sales. So what's what's yeah, so the, the deal there? I, I had my own brokerage in 2007. It was Battle Real Estate, and and that's when the market all kind of just. Thank you, man. Yeah. You know, it's my last name. I think it's, it's all right. So I started that in 2007, and then the whole market kind of tanked. You know, that was when everything fell apart, and so I ended up coming back to Century 21, kept the Battle um, Real Estate name, started Orange Line Condo in 2009 ish, and then you know. Like you've seen, when you when you hyper focus like that, sometimes people think that's all you sell, right? When you when it's orange line condo, people think, oh, you only sell condos. Well, no, I've been doing this 17 years. I sell everything. So we've branded ourselves as orange line condo here, and then the battle group outside of that. So that's kind of fishing and everything else we do. So I think we now our thing is all about video, you know, and that's kind of what we're branding ourselves as. Yeah, and you've you've been in video for. Yeah. yeah, years, right? And it's, yeah. it's more new to you. Yeah, he t it took me a, a long time. I mean, he, he was like, dude, you got to do video, do video, do video. And I was like, nah, nah. And then he started getting pissed. And so I was like, like, all right, right. I guess I'll do it. Right. He always says, like, I get upset and I'm yelling. I, I don't think I'm yelling, but maybe it, maybe it's coming off a certain way. But no, you, I, like you're yelling in the videos or you're yelling at him to do videos? I've yeah. yelled in some videos, but I'm more yelling at him to do videos. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like, you know, the coach that's always hardest on the best, you know, basketball player. It's like he doesn't, you know, tell the agents that isn't producing, that, does, that isn't going to be good on videos to do videos. He's telling that agent that he knows is going to be amazing on videos. Like, dude, you have got to do this. When you do a video, like it's going to be sent out to everyone and it's just going to be so valuable for your brand long term. Yeah. So it took me a long time. But now that I do it, it's like it's a it's what we do. And how, how long did you how long ago did you get started in, in making videos? I think me personally, Matt and I started doing the show about a year and a half ago, maybe the Sean and Matt show is what we call it. And um, so that got me a lot more comfortable and more comfortable. And then we started doing the actual property videos. 
um, that took me about another six months to actually do it. And Matt actually filmed it, right? So Matt did our first couple of videos. And then he's like, I can't do this anymore. It's way too time consuming. And I'm like, all right. So then we found a videographer and then we found another one. And Kurt is, is now our main guy. And it's kind of evolved over the year or over the months and I guess year that we've been doing it. But you become more comfortable in front of the camera. Um, you come up with fun ideas. And, and for me personally, I'm more of like, I like to create things. Um, and so the video is an outlet for me. I used to be a musician, so this is kind of like the, the smooth transition over to video. So creating kind of fun videos for real estate is what we do, you know. So you're making it not just like showing the property randomly. Like I, I, the two that jump out in my mind, and maybe Kelsey, you can put a link to these in the notes, but one is the, uh, you, you, you got in, a, in your suit in the hot tub, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and then, uh, and then I think I saw you do on uh, on Valentine's Day, which was was pretty yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Awesome. If you want to talk about those, yeah. So when when we first when I first started doing it, it was you know you're kind of timid and you want to you're trying to break out a little bit and figure out where you should be lining your videos. And then I don't know, there was this house in Falls Church, and I, they had a hot tub, and I'm like, I just asked them, do you mind if I get in your hot tub in a suit? And they're like, sure, go ahead, do whatever you want, you know. So that was kind of the first time where I was like. I'm going to try to put my personality into it a little bit. And ever since that video, that one now has probably over 12,000 views. So it's doing something. And now I kind of push to do something different in each video, you know. And every property is going to be different. So you have to be careful on what the client wants uh, or what you think might be the best for that particular property. So it's not always going to be funny. But I think our thing is getting the attention to the property, right? Any way you can. What did that do to the suit? Did the suit make it? <laughs> Luckily, I used an old one. But the funny thing is, I, I took it straight to the dry cleaner. It was soaking wet. And they're like, we're not going to take a wet wet suit. Like, you got to let it dry. That's probably the first time ever they had, like, oh, this is like, this person just committed a crime. Like, what is he doing here? Yeah. So um, I actually let it dry out and I took it to the dry cleaner. It's fine. I don't, I don't really wear it th that much. I used one of the the less used ones, you know? Yeah, and for the Valentine's Day video, I mean, we're, we're trying to come up with these listings, uh, videos, and sometimes, you know, we get behind the eight ball and we're like, holy crap, like, what are we going to do for this listing? Well, you know, there's so many holidays out there that this one fell the day before Valentine's Day. I was like, okay, I got to do a Valentine's Day video. So I just thought of um, what I did for my girlfriend the year before. I, like, lined some chocolates up to the uh, the dining room table then had like a, a dinner ready for her. And she's like, well, what if you did something like that? And then she's like, you could do rose petals. And I was like, well, it's outside. And then I was thinking, oh, well, I could do actual roses. So I did um, like 80 fake roses okay. and just led people through the Boston amenities to the actual unit. And to get to that part, that's like two minutes into the video. So you need to watch a lot of the video just to get there. But I mean, the goal is to get people's attention. It's not necessarily to sell the condo. That's where people get mixed up. They're always like, well, did, did it sell? Did it sell because of the video? Is that a, it, that's not always Some people the, say, yeah, it did sell because of that yeah. video, you know? And, but that's not always the success measure. It's like, we're doing that video, we're capturing attention, and then, well, the seller put that on building link, and now all the owners see that. And then, okay, well, that's a hyper, hyper local market there. And then we put it on ARL Now, um, our local Arlington blog. And then, okay, well, that's another hyper local market right there. So, in terms of the video, it's having some sort of attention-grabbing hook and then targeting it extremely local. Yeah, how do you keep their attention? Anybody can do a real estate video where you're just panning through the, through the thing. Right. looks pretty, but are you going to keep their attention? Are they going to stay on it? 
You know, and that's where we try to be yeah. a little bit different. Unless you have like a $60 million like Bel Air mansion, um, you know, the pans are, are great. But I mean, there's a reason that HGTV has human beings in their shows when they're renovating a property. They don't just show the before and after. You know, they show the two property brothers like making fun of each other or Chip and Joanna Gaines doing whatever they do. And, and people relate to that and they connect with that. So they want to, when people watch our listing videos, they want to see the property, but they also want to see if Sean's going to jump in a hot tub in his suit or like what if he's going to go fishing in a kayak in yeah. his suit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's our gimmick. We're always in a suit, right? I mean, that's, that's what we do. So uh, we do everything that, you know, getting in the hot tubs, going fishing, kayaking in those videos in a suit. But it's also natural because like yeah. we don't show up to work in like flip flops and like a cutoff t-shirt. It's like we show up in a suit and then we do a video in the suit. But if you're in a different so you're, market, you're, you're doing what's comfortable yeah, to yeah, you, exactly. what's you showing your personality. That's, that's the exact thing. It's like, don't copy us. Do what you like to do. Yeah. Best, right? Don't wear a suit because we're wearing a suit. Like, do whatever you are going to do anyways and then just do a video about your lifestyle. What's What's been the, the biggest, like, impact uh, for you? You know, because you've been doing this forever, video, like, before it was cool. For, but for you, it's more recent. Like, what is, and, and you've been a, pretty successful, you know, one of the top agents in the area before you did video, what's, what's happened since? Well, honestly, it, it, first of all, for personally, it's a confidence builder, right? Yeah. Um, when, we're, when you're doing videos together weekly, talking about the market, then you can just talk to everybody else about the market. It becomes that much more easy. Um, I think it's a, a couple different things. First off, in a listing presentation wise, uh, we're using the videos as listing presentation portions. So that's that's a big thing, but also through our sphere, right? Our sphere is seeing us over and over in these videos, and my clients will call me and be like, hey, I love that video, or, you know, you get texts all the time. So it's a constant keeping in contact with people, too. So like I said, when we send out those sphere emails, we're constantly hitting them with those videos, too. So getting their reaction, and then, then they know you know that they're going to come back to you. So, um, And, you know, it's not always about video views, but the video views are doing well, too. So it's getting your name out there. When people see your face, they feel comfortable with you. Yeah, I mean, we're walking in a listing presentation showing a previous video that has 12,000 views, and you can sort by, you know, where they come from, like 12,000 views from the Commonwealth of Virginia showing the seller, listen, without this video, this property got 12,000 less people looking at it. Because we do the video, we're getting 12,000 more eyeballs on your property. Imagine the impact that 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 has. I mean, any agent can say that they're a full-service agent. I mean... There was a, a, a property Sean and I actually showed this weekend, and um, we actually got confused because we showed it at the exact same time, which, you know, in this market, agents are like, well, you can no overlapping appointments. Right. There was actually three appointments all at the same time, and the agent branded himself as like a full service agent. So like everyone can say that they're a full service, but... To, you know, it's, they, they like, don't do marketing. I feel like that's uh, everybody. Yeah, because yeah. they can take pictures and they can, yeah, but the service doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know what your brokerage does and what everybody else does com in comparison. And, you know, you can see the, the ones that aren't doing the full service, right? I, yeah, I think the biggest mistake is like agents are always just talking about themselves and they're always trying to market and brand themselves, but they don't have any marketing for their actual properties and their actual listings. And people might say, oh, well, it, it would just sell in a day anyways. Well, I mean, if you have a portfolio of like 50 amazing property videos and you go into your next listing appointment, that is marketing on its own. So instead of just doing your regular pop buys and, and who knows what, we're all seeing with this pandemic how valuable video marketing is. And that's not going anywhere. I mean, there was a time when 
agents would brag about doing professional photos. There was a time when agents brag about doing 3D tours. And now we're going to get to the point where, you know, professional photos are obviously standard. 3D tours should hopefully be standard. Pretty soon, people are going to be doing videos like we were always doing videos. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyper-Local, Hyper-Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Have you guys seen a, a shift since COVID-19 and, and, and you know, the lockdowns and all of that, like more, more virtual? Absolutely. So more videos. The, the thing is, we have been doing 3D tours and, and videos for a long time. I mean, that's kind of our standard thing, right? But as soon as this lockdown happened, you saw everybody else be like, oh, let's do a 3D tour. Let's, let's try to do a video. But, you know, we've already had that background. So, yeah, I mean, the, the amount of views and uh, progression that we're getting from that is, is much better. And I think now agents see the value in, in both of those tools, right? So you can't, you're not allowed to do open houses or some agencies aren't even allowing it. And now it's starting to open up again. But I think it's changed everybody's mind on how real estate is going to progress in the future. Right? Yeah. I mean, you just look, what are the best brokers in the world doing? I mean, I look at New York, I look at LA, they're putting out amazing video quality. And sure, you know, we're not selling, you know, penthouses on the 50th story or, you know, mansions in the hills. But what, what if we use some of their practices? I mean, I'm always learning. So what are the best agents doing and how can I incorporate, incorporate that into my own business? Yeah, no, you're definitely in those markets seeing like higher quality production, almost, almost like Movie made for TV yeah. kind of stuff. And I think it always filters down and DC is not too far behind in yeah. terms of price point, especially when you compare it to the rest of the you know, country in terms, mm. terms of where they are. Like, you know, we have million dollar condos and Definitely. two million and up even. So mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think it will filter down. The people that adapt to it sooner, quicker, faster, like you guys are gonna have a huge advantage, especially when the market shifts. I know like we saw that with just our familiarity and, and ability to use online tools for meetings like Zoom. Like we've, we've been using Zoom for our training programs for a couple of years and we were able to like shift that very quickly to yeah, buyer easy. and seller meetings and, and it, it definitely helped and I'm sure having the video skills have you know helped you guys uh, navigate this this shift this pivot in the market have you uh you know has your market share gone up business gone up since since this happened I think it has I haven't actually looked at you know how much it has but Matt's doing great this year I mean he ramped off off the beginning of the year really quickly. And um, it was one thing after another. And it, the thing is, you get one referral from one person, you know, one thing, and that snowballs into three or four different sales. And that's the key. If, you, if you're doing a good job on all of your marketing and you impress that person, then you're going to get another and another and another. And, you know, that's evident through the videos that he's doing. And yeah, I mean, we're doing, yeah. with the videos, people are always asking, well, how much business do you actually get from putting out a video? And it's not always linear. If you do one video, you'll get three leads. Right. Like there's one building in Alexandria where a buyer watched my videos. And, I, you know, it's, it's usual buyers that reach out. He watched it. 
he purchased a condo in that building. Um, two years later, he got on the board and one of the board members was leaving. So they sold their condo. So I, I sold that one. And then she recommended me to someone else who I just sold their million dollar house in Alexandria for. So, I mean, you could say that those leads were referral leads because they were, but they all originated with video marketing. Yeah, that's that's 100% true. Like so much in real estate that happens, like if it works, it's going to be like geometric. Like, yeah, absolutely. You'll, you know, and you might make 10 videos, your first your first 10 might suck, but maybe the 11th one works and it gets you like five deals like yeah. like that. Well, that's change. that's exactly it. And you know that that first video that you did, yeah, it might have sucked, but it's still there. It's still getting views and it shows your progression, you know, and, and you can look back on that and say, wow, look how bad it was. And all those people that are scared to get in front of the camera can look at that and say, wow, he wasn't he wasn't very good then. He's gotten better over this time. Maybe I can do the same thing. Yeah, watch our first videos if you need some motivation. Yeah. Like, it, you'll look at me like, okay, I can do better than that, you know? Sure. And we're not going for perfection. We're just going, like, a little bit better every single time. Even for the Sean and Matt show, you know, I just got a, a new studio in my um, condo. And every single time I change, like, a, a camera setting slightly just to see how it reacts. And, you know, one time I, I published a Facebook Live and, you know, the video was sideways. And, you know, it's just sideways for 20 minutes. Like the phone rotated or something. Yeah. And, like, someone literally sent me a screenshot, like, ha-ha, I hate when that happens. And, you know, that was out there. And uh, I eventually deleted that video, but it's, it just goes to show, like, I'm not perfect. But people have already forgot about that. They scroll by those things so quickly that it doesn't even register. So the thought of trying to be perfect is, uh, is impossible and should never be done in the age of social media when things move so quickly. And the key is get in front of the camera. I mean, it took me a long time. It took me a lot of encouragement. And once I did, I was like, oh, my God, I totally see the value of this. Like, why haven't I been doing this for years? And so that I know that's what's happening to a lot of agents out there. They're just in fear of getting in front of the camera because it's it's daunting. It's a you know, it's aggravating. It's it can be very difficult to stand in front of the camera. You're going to get nervous. But once you get over that hump and you realize I can do this. I mean, is that the biggest thing holding you back? You know what? Another thing is I was, I finally gave up, you know, like a lot of people are going to be in fear of what people think of you. Right. And so you're going to say, oh, well, I wonder what this person's going to think. I wonder what this. And finally, I was just like, who cares? Who cares? You know, who cares what anybody thinks? Is it getting me to a, 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 an area that I want to be in? Yes. And that's what matters. Right. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people have that, that fear that, what will people think and yeah. will they judge me? And, you know, I think there's a, a couple points on that is like, if, if, if a lot of people hate it, that's okay. Like at least you're getting a reaction. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can, you can have half the country hate you and, and become president basically. Yeah, right. And Sean put out, Sean put out a video recently about a, a listing video about a place in Boston and half the comments are like, Oh, someone smokes in that condo. The building manager doesn't do anything. Like the condo fee is too high. But then everyone started responding to the haters and been like, oh, you've never lived in a condo. And then it became like the most engaged with ARL Now listing of the day post. So, yeah. you know, you got to have haters to uh, make these videos pop sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's you'll get a lot on ARL Now too. Yeah. Uh, the blog, the, the, the commenters <laughs> there. Uh, From Breed. It's like, it's like a day job for them or Seriously. something. Like, yeah. But it's, but it's good. It's attention and, uh, you know, I think the other thing too is the attention cycle, news cycle, whatever you want to call it. It, it is like just getting shorter and shorter oh, yeah. and shorter. Like 
every week what the media talks about changes. And I don't, I don't think it's any different with people's attention span. Like you could put out something that is just terrible because you're, you know, you're, you're just learning it or you're trying. trying to, yeah, you're trying. And, to and that's good. But like, you may think, oh my gosh, everyone's gonna like be be hating on me. But they've they've already like moved on to the next cat meme or whatever else. I mean, you just see on Instagram. If I don't like a post, you know, I'll just swipe down slightly. It'll refresh, and I'll literally never see that post ever again because of the algorithm. So, I mean, the lifespan of a bad post is so minimal that there's very little risk in just trying and experimenting. That's what Sean and I do with every single video. It's an experiment. What do they like and what do people don't like? And if you think about it, the, the, some people aren't gonna like your video. Some people are. You're, you're going after the people that you're going to draw in, right? That are most like you, that are like your personality. So. If you can draw in that many people from just the, I mean, there's gonna be your people that hate you and they're never gonna use you. And they're gonna be the people that down here that you don't really want, right? But you're going to get attention. You're going to get those clients that come from those videos. So just put it out there. Where, where do you guys get your, uh, your inspiration or ideas or like what? what? All over the place, yeah. honestly. I mean, like, like we were saying, sometimes it's really difficult. You know, you're trying to come up with something inventive and fun and you know you start doing the same condos over and over again or the same areas like how can you change it up so that's where matt came in he was like let's you know he did the holiday video you think about what holiday is coming up um, or you just pull one aspect of that house one funny feature of it and go off that or like um, we're going to be filming this one one this week in lake barcroft and you know we're going to play off the beaches and stuff like that you know we've done that in the past but we have to do it different this time so um, but for me, as a creative person, I like to come up with these weird ideas, then I'll bounce it off Matt, and then we'll just start brainstorming about it, and that's how it becomes a... Yeah, I mean, we're selling one and two-bedroom condos for the most part, and there's only so much you can do with 650 square feet, like one-bedroom cookie-cutter units. So, um, I mean, Sean's a creative guy. You know, I, I feel like I know what, um, you know, works on social media sometimes. So, you know, we're, we're almost trying to make, like, a caricature of the condo, like what's something unique about the condo? What's something attention grabbing? Uh, what holiday is coming up? Uh, what theme can we do? What parody can we do that will relate to people? And then just go from there. Yeah, and sometimes it's the day of, we come up with the idea and we're just like, all right, let's go. And we all, we both have different ways of doing it. Matt's more of a scripter and he'll have like everything perfect. And I'm like more of a fly by the seat of my pants. I'll have an idea. And then Kurt helps us kind of rein it in and make it what it is, so. It's fun, but you know, I could probably script a little more. <laughs> yeah, it drives me wild that Sean doesn't have a script, but I mean, it works. And that's, that's the thing, like you don't need to have a script. You don't need, you could read off a teleprompter. You don't need to read off a teleprompter. There's no one way to make this Yeah, work. just do it your way. Yeah, yeah for sure. What do, you, what do you think the average agent who's not doing it now, what do they need? Like what type of equipment and how, how do they get started? They just get started by turning their phone around and just recording themselves. They don't need equipment. They don't need a videographer because, you know, our progress, Sean's progression, I should say, was just me filming the property without him in it. And then it was him, you know, for the first 10 seconds and then the property. And then it was him at the fr front and then the, the, the very end. And then it was him throughout the whole video with the videographer. So what do new agents need? They need the self-confidence to be on video. Everyone gets caught up in what frame rate are you using? What lens do you have? What this, 
like I don't even know yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly. Like you're <laughs> you're either gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. You're either gonna hit record or you're gonna make up a bunch of excuses about how it doesn't work and you're not gonna hit record. Yeah, that's it. And most people are giving those excuses. It's time consuming, right? You have to find the time to do it and you have to put it in your calendar. Listen, you know, we're doing listings and I'm thinking, man, when am I gonna fit in the time to actually get the videographer in there, come up with the script, write this all down, act it out. You know, it takes hours and hours and hours to do it. And so if you don't have that time, you're probably gonna put it off here and you're not gonna do it. But if you, if you, Lot you know a lot that time in your schedule to actually do it you'll get it done just like yeah. anything else you know? but everything else is time consuming too an open house yeah. that's like three hours, three hours. people yeah. cold call for like four hours in this industry I mean when in the world have you ever wanted to receive an unsolicited phone call I mean cold calls they can work but would you rather call one person that doesn't want to talk to you or create everlasting evergreen content something valuable that someone would want to watch and then they watch would it. reach out to you our goal, at least my goal, is to have people reach out to me. I don't want to spend my entire day calling people that are just going to hang up on me. That just decreases my energy. I'd rather put out amazing content and have people in the areas and then the price points that I want to be in reach out to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, once, once you put a good video out, it's, it's working for you forever. I like to use this tugboat lighthouse analogy. You know, there's, there's two ways a ship can get into harbor. The, the tugboat can go out and pull one in at a time, or or you can have a lighthouse that shows them how to how to get in. And when you're cold calling, you're you're the tugboat. You're going out into the rough waters, yeah. looking for one boat to pull in the harbor at a time, as opposed to you know you create a good marketing piece, whatever, whether it's a blog, a vlog, a video, and it's it's a lighthouse out there that's always shining and getting those ships to come to you. Yeah, I mean when people research your name with Realtor after it. Are they going to see like a Zillow profile with like three reviews? Or are they going to see Sean Battle's YouTube channel with two, like uh, uh, 200 subscribers and 100 videos about Northern Virginia real estate? I mean, what kind of impact is that going to have? I did a listing appointment um, a couple months ago, and the guy said, what impact does, Northern, uh, does Amazon HQ2 have on the Arlington market? And then I linked four different YouTube videos. I linked over an hour of content. And I was like, here are my thoughts. You can go to each video to learn more about them. I mean, that's so powerful. It's like, if that's not the expert, then who is? Literally, no one has produced more content, no real estate agent about Northern Virginia real estate uh, than us. I'm just convinced. Yeah. Yeah, my, my, my guess is, too, in case anyone's wondering, that Amazon's going to send more people to, to here. Yeah. Uh, just with recent events and whatnot. Yeah. Well, we hope so. I, we hope, I mean, the, the market is... Here is pretty good. It's it was weird for a little bit. You know, we went through that COVID thing, but man, I, th I feel like the single family market here is just intense, right? I mean, that's really banged back in. The kind of market I think is lagging slightly behind it, but I think once the Amazon push happens again, we'll be right back into where we where we were, if not better. Yeah. Well, uh, before we wrap up, we always do a hyper fast round. You guys are ready for some rapid fire questions Let's do it. and answers. Fire away. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Man, I would say find a mentor. I mean, there's so many agents out there and so many brokerages that I hear a lot of people going to the, they, they just talk about splits and they talk about commissions and they, they just talk about their bottom dollar. And the, the reality is like your first couple of years, you're not going to be making a lot of money no matter where you go. So my, my advice is, you know, treat it like corporate America and go to a really big company, a really big team, 
so you can learn all the aspects about it. And then, you know, once you're comfortable and you have a, your weight, your wits about you, then you can go off on your own, start your own team, start your own brokerage, go to a smaller brokerage. But by all means, people have come before you. Don't reinvent the wheel and um, definitely join a big team. Mine would be don't be scared to put your name out there. And then everybody that you that you know or that you have sold real estate, you keep them in your database and you hit them. One thing that I didn't do for years growing up in this business before all of this contact was there um, was keep in contact with my past clients. And it's the best referral source out there is your pat. They already know you. You need to be keeping in contact with them because that's how you're going to get the next sale. What's the biggest mistake you see agents making right now? Biggest mistake? I'd say too transactional. Everyone's just focused on the commissions right now. I mean, you see here guys like Ricky Carruth, who I know you're familiar with. I mean, he's got it down on lock. I mean, just literally care about the person, care about the human being, and, and genuinely care about them, not just to put on a show or because a real estate coach told you to. Like, literally care about them as a human being first, and the transactions will follow. I would say not finding your niche, right? Find an area that you want to focus on. That's number one. I think if it's your neighborhood that you live in and you're just starting out, find that neighborhood, know that neighborhood, research it, know every transaction that goes on in there, know every tax record, and start marketing it small. And then if you're not doing that, then you're kind of flailing. So when I started, I was like, oh, I think I'll just blast everybody. Well, what's that doing? I'm going to blast them once and that's doing nothing. Start small, really small and blast it over and over and over again. And that's how you're going to build. Yeah, no, I agree with that for sure. If you had to start over and you, you couldn't take your reputation, your you know, resources, your money, you know, any, any, any of that with you, all you had was the knowledge of what you've done, what you've learned, uh, what would you do starting out? I'd start doing videos of all my knowledge, right? <laughs> Put out the content. I mean, it's there, and, and that way, again, you're the lighthouse, right? You're always going to, people are going to reference you for all of the knowledge that you have. I wouldn't start with rentals. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good way to learn the business, but, you know, it pays the gas bills. But other, other than that, you know, it, it doesn't make a lot of income. But, you know, documenting is huge, you know, documenting versus creating, literally filming the process. I mean, it, people say, oh, I don't have any business. All right, we'll film, you know, the struggle of, cold calling or making videos or door knocking or whatever it is that you do. I mean, we, we've had clients that like will email us about a, a video like 13 minutes into the video, we said something and then, you know, they emailed about that specific thing. Oh, wow. So, you know, we're making 25 minute videos and people, people are watching people are the whole way through. Yeah. So you think, oh, like he always said, you know, you don't have to. I always thought when, when I was going to start doing videos, I'm going to do minute videos, minute, 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 right? Because you want to keep their attention for a minute and they're probably gone. But truthfully, they will watch long videos as long as it's entertaining and as long as there's, you know, they're learning something from it. So that's the key is we try to have, you know, three topics per show and talk about those topics and hopefully people watch and, and they have them. So it's good. What, uh, what are you doing when you're not selling real estate or making videos? I'm a fisherman, right? I love kayak fishing. Um, I've lived at Lake Barcroft for about six years. We're just moving out of there, but uh, I love being on the water, anything water, fishing. And I always equate fishing to, to selling real estate. You know, you can, you can use the right lure and catch the right fish, you know, and that's kind of how real estate is. It's like if you use the right marketing, you're going to catch the right, the right buyer and seller. Yeah, I like uh, lifting weights and um, playing golf. I'm setting up a golf outing here in a, in a couple of days with some buddies, so I, 
they gave me like a week's head no, uh, head start. So now I've just been going to the range every single day because I haven't played Plays. since last, last year. That dedication. Yeah. Yeah. When he's got something, he's, he's like, the course is open again. Um, there's socially distant open. I, I think it's like one person per um, golf cart or something like that. And they have some rules. Yeah, it's like we like I've, I've heard of people going where they they all go in the same car and then they get to the golf course yeah. and they make them each get in their own yeah. golf cart. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm all for respecting whatever rules that they have, but it, it's a little ridiculous how how you, how you yeah. The funny thing is, I went to the pool the other day. We we belong to a pool, and they're giving us 45 minute slots where we can go and, and play. Right, and so we get to the pool. We're wearing masks. We're a family. We're together all the time. There's three of us. We get into the pool and we have to stay 10 feet apart. From each other in oh, the pool. Really? It's like, yeah. I was like, all right, it doesn't quite make sense. But how about you? What, what do you like to do on your on your outside Iron. time? Yeah, I, I train for Ironmans. I, I have no idea when the next one will be. So yeah. I got, I got awesome. back from like how a did you get into that? Four hour ride last weekend and Carrie's like, Isn't it hard to go out and ride for four hours when you don't you're not signed up for a race? I'm like, <laughs> that's a good point, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a buddy who's a real estate agent, uh, near Seattle, north of Seattle, and, and he, he signed up for one, and like, all right, I'll, I'll, awesome. I'll do it. So <laughs> done six of them now. It's awesome. Uh, one more. Where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. I would like to start pulling myself out of the, the grind. You know, as I get older, I've been in the grind now for 17 years, and I like the grind. You know, I like certain aspects of real estate, and that's kind of why I haven't pulled out. Um, I like talking to people getting them through the process. It's, it's fun for me, but it's also very time consuming. And so, you know, as Matt and I grow the team, uh, I think sooner or later, it's me pulling back and just kind of overseeing more than being in the grind. Yeah, um, for me, it's gonna be to be the number one Century 21 agent um, in Virginia and one of the top um, in the nation for um, Century 21. And uh, I think just growing uh, the battle group as a team and, uh, I guarantee that's going to happen, too, because yeah. Matt has such a, a good foundation. He has created this foundation that no one else pays attention to, right? As real estate agents, we're just jumping in there, and we're just going and trying to find our way. Matt was always had a vision, and he knew where he wanted to be and how he was going to build that foundation. And, and I don't think anybody has done it as good as he has. So I guarantee you he's going to be number one. Well, it'll be exciting to watch. Always great to have you guys uh, interact with you guys. You guys yeah. put out, you know, amazing content. So make sure you, you check them out on uh, YouTube, Instagram, all that. Where, where should people uh, go to find you guys or if they want to connect with you? Uh, you yeah. know, any contact information, any of that you want to? Yeah, I'm, I'm usually hanging out on Instagram at the Matt Layton. And then, of course, you can um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Matt Layton for uh, many, many videos about Arlington, Virginia. And uh, you can see some of the listing videos with the, the roses and the rollerblading and the, the crazy suits. Yeah. Uh, all of mine are the Sean Battle, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Just search Sean Battle. It'll show up. So, yeah, I appreciate you watching. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. That was awesome. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.